Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, and I am awaiting my co-host, Jeremy Dunn, to call into the show. Um, Tonight is uh, open forum night, um, so we're going to allow people to call in and speak all evening. Uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Jeremy is joining us shortly. We will um, have no guests, so we'll be taking calls all um, evening. So that's kind of exciting because uh, we haven't had done a topic show or had an open mic night in um, in a long time. So, you know, since we've had guests and since Jack came on and we've done Wednesdays, we've kind of been having every show with somebody who came on and shared a personal story. And this time we wanted to have, you know, allow the people who are listening to call in and share maybe their story who, who may not get to tune in all the time and may be just tuning in tonight. Let me... Uh, Bring Jeremy on to uh, the show. Jeremy, welcome to the show. I thought I had five minutes. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. That's no big uh, deal. It's no big deal. Yeah, well, I'm so, only a minute late. So. That's cool. Anyway. <laughs> so, cool. I'm glad. How How is your week? How's everything going before we start um, taking calls Let's and everything like that? See. The week went well. Everything's going just peachy. The weekend was way too short yet again. Ooh, yeah, right. Check. I just found a check that I need to go cash. <laughs> Look at that. Um, it's always fun. <laughs> it's always fun finding money. Um, and let's see. Um, well, I, I guess, I mean, there's just lots going on, you know, in the world of HIV right now. So, Right. I, you know. I've been reading your, um, I just went over and, and checked out. Your blog and things of that nature, but um, before I touch on that, I wanted to see if you, um, did you see the videos that I've made? Um, for the people who are listening, I, I made like a promo video for the radio show, which is at the bottom of the page, um, on the video show page on Blog Talk Radio, and it's actually on, you know, Pause I Am on the community as well, but I also changed the logo and I did a different thing there, did you, did you see I that? I did see that. How do you like it? Kind of cool, I huh? liked it, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was kind of different, and it was, I didn't like the old one, so I felt like I had to change. I felt I had to do something different. <laughs> we need it. It's kind of like, you know, when a woman gets bored, she rearranges her room. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I get bored a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So um, I'm kind of excited to have an open mic night and, like, allow people to call in because we haven't done, you know, kind of Gosh. an open show in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been. And guess what tonight is? Yeah, what? Isn't it our one year? It is our, actually, um, our, I was wrong. Our, the 19th is our one year, which is actually a Wednesday. But oh, okay. we will celebrate it on the 16th, which will be next Sunday. Yes, okay. okay. So we'll talk about I, that. But I can't believe it's still almost close to a year. Well, it's, it's a week from. A week from, <laughs> I can't believe it. I know. I just can't believe it. Seems like it yesterday when we first started, we were sitting here and we were like probably nervous freaks on the roof, <laughs> twiddling our thumbs, you know, reading from a book. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah that was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it did what it had to do and it had to get us here. So here we that's are. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, at any time, uh, anybody who out there is listening can call in and speak about anything, um, anything on your mind about living with HIV and AIDS or. You know, you want to vent, you want to comment about the show, uh, anything you want, you can call in. Uh, we're going to go over some news headlines that you had that were actually on your blog, so I wanted to put that blog uh, link into the web, into the chat room so people can actually refer to your blog while we're going over it. Oh, well, isn't yeah. that, like, smart? Yeah, yeah I well, I figured you have a lot of cool headlines, and when you, when you blog, so you, just don't, you don't blog about everything. You blog about the certain things that are important. 
You know what I mean? Which are necessarily things that I won't look. I don't really necessarily look at. Yeah, you don't look at the important things. <laughs> no, I mean I don't look at like like the, the the breaking news stuff. People send me stuff to say on the show, but they like dabble send me an email and will be like so long filled with stuff about the Ryan White funding, and I'm so confused by it. Where you just put the blog up and then I understand what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he sends me like, you know what I mean? Like I get a lot of stuff from people like that who go, can you announce this on the show? But it's so long and, and I'm just like, I'm so confused by the middle of it. I was like, these are things I need it broken down. And that's what your blog does. You break it down for me. <laughs> There's the link to um, Jeremy's blog if you want to um, see what we're talking about. Follow along and see what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> we will speak in short, bulleted snippets. Right. Maybe Make one word to two words so everybody can under- or so Rob can understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a um, learning process. We all go through it. Some slower yeah. than others. I'll admit it. <laughs> all about the truth baby <laughs> oh, t- oh good lord oh the truth what is the truth anymore do we know do we right. really know <laughs> god you know there's just so much is going on you know with not just the ryan white funding which has eight weeks left in its lifespan hopefully our congress and senators will do the right thing and um, renew it. Uh, the other side of all of this, not it, it's kind of like a one-two punch, you know, with with mm-hmm. all this funding stuff. It's not just the Ryan White stuff, but it's also um, all the states that are having to cut their budget and HIV funding being, you know, a lot of it that's being slashed. So I, I think we're going to have to get very, very creative and very quickly <laughs> um, so so that we don't lose a lot of these very important services. Um, right. Well, to break, break it down for somebody who's sitting there down. at home. Yeah. Like break what, it down. Explain what Ryan White is and then oh, explain, like, how it will affect them, you know what I mean, as somebody who may be of need or be able to use Ryan White and they don't well, know that. Well, here, here's here's the scoop. Okay, and let's just kind of give you know a brief rundown. Ryan White um, was a boy who I think he was 14 when he died um, from AIDS back in um, when was it 80s, 90s? I can't remember. Long time ago. Um, <laughs> um, but so Congress decided to. Um, create a Ryan White Act, and part of that was the Ryan White Bill, which is uh, funding for, um, it, how, do I, how do I explain this easily? It, it's really, uh, the Ryan White Act is funding for HIV services that, is, that, that are federal dollars. And um, here's the the act itself, the Ryan White funds expire on September 30th, 2009. So we have a little less than eight weeks. Um, it and if our Congress does not sign it or at least extend it and renew it, um, it will stop. There will be no more money, none. That. And the money has become very, very important for um, many people to get life-saving medications and, and treatment. Um, so here's, and, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to repeat a blurb that um, I posted about it: is that the fiscal year 2010, the um, both the House and the Senate are moving forward with the um, the 2010 spending bills and with minimal increases and or flat funding for Ryan White programs. What that means is if it's minimal, or so minimal meaning very little to no increase, and flat meaning 
no increase at all. It just stays current. So if it's flat, that means it's going to be the same as it is in 2010 as it is this year. So that's what that means. Um, there are four components of the program, um, including Part A and Part F um, A. Let's see if I can say this right. F A E T C S. Um, those were flat funded by the Senate Appropriations Committee in the face, the, actually, the possibility of no increased funding despite um, services being, in, you know, increasing need for services. Um, and um, so, I, I, there, there's just so much that we are getting ready that we are risking. Um, and I think I actually have the chart somewhere around here um, that I can go through this a little bit clearer for you. Now, what is but, it if somebody's listening before the eight weeks? What can they do? Is well, something that they, somebody they can write or call your congressman and your senators. That's what you need to do. Um, and I might even have the well, they're on recess. So you will actually have to locate your congressman in your local offices because Congress is on recess until September. They're out of they're out of Washington D.C. for the entire month of August. So now is your time to um, for you to uh, they're going to be in your local area. So pick up the phone and call them. They work for us. They work for you, so make sure that you give them a call and, and give them an earful. Um, and it's, uh, I, I think, so So let me go back. I'm going to back up again. So Ryan White, there's four parts, right, cities and communities. Um, part B is, AIDS drug, is the ADAP program, the AIDS Drugs Assistance Program. Part C is community health centers and clinics. Part F is the AIDS Foundation and Training Centers. Um, so if, if we go back and we look at what is happening, so again, Part A, which is, this is a lot of information, I know. So Part A and Part F, so Part F, so Part A is cities and communities, and um, there was $666.1 million um, that, was allocated, partially allocated for the current unmet needs for local cities and communities. Part F is the AIDS Education Training Center. $50 million would support the training health care um, for um, training health care providers uh, for growing patient caseloads and addressing the growing um, complexities of care that we're all starting to fall into. Um, see, so that, that's just a lot. Um, right, but the, they can all find that information on your blog too, right? Oh, absolutely. So we can just um, direct them there, so we don't have to confuse them. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the biggest parts of is Part B mm -hmm. is the ADAP program, and I, I just want to give you the magnitude of the dollars that we're talking about. We're talking about right. 1.08 billion billion with a B is needed. Not as allocated, but is needed to reduce and prevent the cost containment measures and allow um, all state ADAP programs to provide the full range of antiviral medications to, to the um, infection for to the infected. So 1.08 billion dollars. That's a lot of money. It, it's simply put because drugs are so expensive, and um, there are now states because the not just because that the, the uh, Ryan White program is being is on the verge, but because states our are um, are cutting HIV funding, and it is so important because states are putting people on waiting lists again for meds. And that's not a so, good thing. No, that, that's not a good thing at all. Um, because if you're on a waiting list, it means that you're not getting meds. Right, and nobody should be refused their treatment to and, live. And it's the fact of the matter is that there's no money. So we're, we're caught in this big dilemma. 
um, if we cut one one set of services, what's the next one? So I, I do not envy the job that um, the Congress, that both houses have, right. because they have to make very difficult decisions, and some of those decisions are um, going to affect all of us, and they're not going to be nice, good decisions. You know, M- Medicare. Medicare looks like it's going to get cut and slashed. There are many people who with HIV have Medicare, Ryan White, and those th- those two things pay because they either they can't work um, or they're on some sort of disability. So that that's very important, I think, for all of us to kind of wrap our heads around because AIDS funding, HIV funding, is not just for education and prevention. It's not just for housing. It's also for life-saving medications. So um, that's, that's really, really important. Yes, so there, there you have it. And, and I do kind of talk about it, um, but uh, seriously, call your members of Congress not just your national representatives who are Congress and the Senate, but also your state representatives. So you should have a state rep that, um, and your state senators. Give them a phone call, too. So don't just start at the federal level. Don't stop there. Also start, you know, and, and really pound them. Um, because I'm going to be calling, and I'm, and I'm setting up, actually, I'm, setting up a meeting with my congressman Mel Watt for the next couple of, the next couple of weeks to actually have a personal audience with him to talk to him about this stuff. Well, so it, it, it's so important for those of us who are lucky enough to have insurance and, and a job it, it's it, it, I you know I might lose my insurance if I lose my job then what then where am I yeah, I don't have any. Yeah. So you know it, what I mean? It, and sir, I have to eventually start meds, so. Medications, uh, I can tell you, Atripla, if, um, see, my med- my cost is $60, but the overall medication is covered by the insurance, and it is um, almost $4,000 for three months. Wow. So add that up. It's expensive. Um, if you don't have insurance, if you don't have any other way of getting these medications, they're almost unreachable for people. So, you know, it's it's easy to say, well, they don't talk to us or, you know, they're just, you know, they won't listen. It's unreachable for some people. Yeah, I can't. I cannot imagine having to pay for that. Um, out of my own pocket. But people do. I know. And, and, if and I'm going to have to eventually. <laughs> exactly. And if we don't act, then all of us will. But I mean, like, that's one of the reasons a lot of people don't go on medications is because they can't afford it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's, that's a shame. Like, things like that should not be happening in the United States or in the world at all. It, it, it certainly shouldn't be happening in the richest country in the in, well. I shouldn't say the richest country, but it it shouldn't be happening, period. Right. It's crazy. So, you know, but I I think that's one of the biggest, that's one of the largest topics that that have been hit, you know, and they haven't even been making um, big headlines. They've been buried, so people haven't been seeing them. Right, been, re- yeah, you know, I never see them. The only reason I, I hear things, you know, that are going on in, in the AIDS world is I get I do sign up for a Google alert, you know, um, and that's actually good information that anybody out there who may be looking to get information, you know, they can sign up for them. I think it's at Google.com, right? Exactly. Where they sign up for the Google yep. alert, and they send them to you automatically every day. Yep, yep, just go on. You know what I mean? I think that's a, a great way to do it. And then your blog always has good information on it. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. 
And um, it's just, you know, because a lot, a lot of the news part of it, you, you don't hear it. And, and, and that's a problem because it starts to, it, it makes people like me feel like I don't exist because I don't hear what's going on. If I didn't have a computer, I would not know what's going on. Well, first of all, they don't talk about it on the TV news. Yeah, that's and, a problem. And, it, and if it's in print, then um, then y- you have to read the entire paper, which I can tell, probably tell you that most people don't read the entire paper. You know, they read things that are more that they're most interested in: the sports page, lifestyle page, comics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Comics and the horoscopes. Oh, Lord. And wuzzles. I like the wuzzles, too. The wuzzles? Yeah, they, they were the little um, the little games that you played. They were, uh, they're also called uh, square games. Oh, you know, okay. Have, you know what I mean? Where they put yep. the little, like, the words inside the box, and you have to figure out what it is. Exactly. Yeah, that was what I liked. <laughs> So I just want to remind people, if you're listening and you're actually not in our chat room, you can um, join us. We have a live chat at www.blogtalkradio backslash POSIM. Because some people can listen, you know, are listening to them live on the feeds on Facebook or wherever they're at. So you can join us in the chat room if you want and see what's going on there as well. And you can call in at any time and talk about anything you'd like to talk about at 347-215-9442. Or you can ask a question in the chat room or at, talk about a subject. Anything you want, you want to talk about, let's bring it out. You know, it's time to start sharing a little bit. Exactly. Give us a call. We have somebody sitting here, so let's see this. Oh, here. right. Who's this? Who's this? Hmm? I don't know. We're going to find out. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? Yeah, I can't hear her. Whoever that is, if you could call back. I think there was a bad connection with that. I think they were I using heard the radio. Skype. Yeah, I think they were using Skype because I don't see a phone number. I just see, like, ones across the dashboard. Oh, so yeah. <clears throat> I think they were using Skype, and there was maybe a bad connection with that. So um, let's see. Some other things that we can talk about that I know is always um, a deal breaker on here, and it always causes um, a little bit of uproar maybe, is when we talk about disclosure and how it's handled and, and how to do it. And um, you, um, the last show that we had on, we had uh, Henry on. Yes. Right? Yeah. And um, he was talking about how he, you know, told his kids that he was positive. And then mm-hmm. on Wednesday, I had um, Terry or Teresa on, and she talked about telling her grandchildren, you know, who were like four and six years old, about her being HIV positive and how she went through the process of explaining that if mommy, you know, grandmom cuts herself, that you can't touch her blood. You know, she'll be okay, just go get help. You know what I mean? Because they always want to put, like, a Band-Aid on and kiss it and make it better. So she had to explain to the kids, you know, this is why you you can't do this. So there's ways you can talk to your kids. And I think, you know, for her to tell her grandkids like that, it was kind of cool to hear that story. You know what's interesting? Because you bring up – that's an interesting topic, actually. (laughs) Not just not disclosure, but um, how do you disclose to somebody who doesn't have the facilities for understanding what HIV is, whether that be um, a uh, a child of two, three, four, five, six years old, or a um, a challenged adult who has the mental capacity of a two, three, four, five, year, six year old. When right. you know, I, I don't think we've ever talked about that. How do you describe it in in a child's language, in a child's terms? You know, how do you? So how does she do it? <clears throat> she basically said, you know, if because they like to you know, watch grandmom cut, like, the potatoes and everything like that, she said. And she, when she would cut the potatoes, she said, you know, if grandmom ever cuts herself and you see grandmom's blood, you know, don't touch it. You know, grandmom will, will clean everything up. Just, you know, go get help if, you know, I can't fix myself, but you can't put the Band-Aid on and kiss me anymore. You know, grandmom's sick, but she's only sick in her blood. 
You know what I mean? And and the kids totally understood. Hmm. And it was well, amazing because she brought the kids with her, the, her grandkids with her on the AIDS walk when we went last year. And it was just, like, so cool because I was, like, when I first saw the kids, I was, like, I wonder if they know what what's really going on here. And then that's when, you know what I mean, she told me that she told them and how, you know, open they were about it. And I just thought it was a great story. But we have two people on the line, so I want to bring somebody okay. on the line here. Let's see here. Let's bring this is the caller we lost. Caller, welcome back to the show. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Doofus? Can we talk to your brother? Hello? 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 Who's this? Who's this? Okay, we'll take I think that was a wrong number. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Hello, Doofus. Let me talk to your brother. <laughs> that was kind of weird. All right. Let's see here. Let's bring the next caller on here. Caller, welcome to Pazam Radio. Who's this? Hey, it's Molly, guys. Hey, hey Molly. How are you? Good, good. I have several comments, but I'll try okay. to make it short because I know it's only an hour show, unfortunately. No, that's fine. Tell us what you got. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm just noticing that to ever, World AIDS Day and the last couple of years, it's not the big thing on talk shows or like Oprah or it used to be covered in the soaps. It's not even covered in anything anymore, and it's disheartening. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what's going on? I mean, I, like I said in the room, I don't know if you were paying attention, Jeremy, or anybody was, but, it, you know, we're making some steps forward, but in the same fo- fashion, we're making several steps back, and it's disgusting. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of that yeah. has to do with the stigma, and that's why they don't cover it. There's still that stigma surrounded by it. Yeah, but it's just it's sad. It's really sad. You yeah, know? I agree. Yeah, absolutely, it's sad because you know it. AIDS doesn't make the money like it used to in the in the entertainment business. Yeah, but it's funny because you know. Um, in, I guess, I mean, it was interesting because, wow, I mean, people are still wearing the ribbons and everything, and it's like, well, do you, I mean, do you really feel that way, or are you guys just wearing ribbons to be, you know, because of the status quo, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Yeah. And and now everybody's wearing a ribbon for something, and yeah. or a bracelet for something, and do they mean anything anymore? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's more like a fashion statement. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly. So are we? Are we? You know, I hate to say it, but you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Just be <laughs> honest. You know, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna <laughs> quote Gypsy, and um, you gotta get a gimmick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a gimmick. I mean, because you could stand out. You just, we have to find another gimmick, if you will. It's, mm-hmm. how are we going to get people to talk about it if we're not willing to talk about it ourselves? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, there's there's so much more that needs to be done and that yeah. should be done. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. We, we've just got, we've got a ton of work ahead of us. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just, it's just so frustrating. There has to be I know. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's like we're still losing. Are, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm done. No, no. I just want to make sure so people are are aware that you know this isn't something that you have to be afraid of. And exactly. Um, I just don't understand why people are so afraid of it and. You know, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do the radio show was so we could show people that it's really nothing you have to be afraid of. We still go through the same situations. We still have the yeah. same kind of relationships, you know, and, yep. and have issues. It's, it's just frustrating. Yep. It's a human disease. It's not a ugly – it's not a – I mean, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's a human – it's a real-life disease. It's a, it affects everybody. It, it does. It, it it absolutely does. And not it, because if, if I'm infected, it affects my family. That's right. Friends, you know, and then their friends and family are affected, and it, it's a it's a domino effect. So, yeah. you know, it's we we have such a 
we have to. I don't know. Can't I? I can't. I, 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 it's just there's so much. You know, mm. it's so packed with emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so I got off that subject. Okay, I do have a question now. What's this um, deal with? Does anybody know anything about this new strain that was found? In uh, I think it was the new strain. There's a new oh, strain. The the new um, the new, the new strain, strain of the, HIV. The, the new yep. strain of HIV. Yes. Where was that? That was. That's actually on Jeremy's blog as well. Um, okay. But God forgive me if I can't. I can't remember. I think Cambodia. No. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm telling you. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm. I'm see, I, I'm not letting the silence go. So I'm. It's Cameroon. Okay. Cameroon. Um, and it's. And it. It, it is the interesting part to this is that it differs from the other three known strains of HIV or the the virus because the scientists say that the most likely explanation for the new find is gorilla-to-human transmission. (laughs) Now, hold on. That does not mean that people are having sex with gorillas. It means (laughs) that they're eating the gorilla meat. Oh, okay. So if you're eating undercooked meat, you're Uh ingesting blood, and if you're eating raw meat, you're certainly ingesting a lot of blood. Right. So that's what they're thinking. Sorry, I had to laugh there for a minute. I'm sorry. I was just trying to be joking. Yeah, no no sex with gorillas. <laughs> Although, I know, no, it might be a little hot. So. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> okay, hey, guys, I'm going to get off here. Turn. You probably have other calls. <laughs> All right, Molly, thanks for calling in, hon. No problem, hey, Robert. Night, Take care, guys. Uh, you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work and... You're awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Let's see, let's bring the next caller on, area code 618. Welcome to the Pauline Radio Show. Who's this? Hello? 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 You're on the air. I don't think they're there. Okay, maybe not. All right. Well, if people call, <laughs> maybe they're just well, sitting online and listening. Some people do that, so I don't know. Right. So, um, anyway, <laughs> um, back to the show. I kind of got thrown off there for some reason. I don't know why. Um, one of the other things I wanted to um, talk about, we talked a little bit about how, you know, you tell people that are younger than you. Exactly. You know, like when we were telling kids. And a lot of people are afraid to have that same conversation with, um, say, your partner. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, like, Maybe we could start talking about that. How do you have that conversation where maybe you just tested positive and now you have to go home and tell your partner? Because maybe your partner isn't there with you. Because I know when I tested positive, I was basically alone. I didn't have, you know, my partner with me at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, having that conversation with somebody, you know, that's a, a difficult conversation to have. And um, I know when I went through it, it was so difficult that, I actually had to write a letter mm-hmm. because I wasn't able to actually say the words. Right. You know what I mean? And it was it was relief, but I, I I knew I just like had this instant that like I knew that I wouldn't I wouldn't last with that person. Mm-hmm. I, I just knew that like I guess that's just the feeling that you have. Oh well, they're going to leave me because I'm positive and they're not. Or, or when I came back, we, you know, we went and he got tested and he came back negative. So then you have all those thoughts that went through my head as well. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, is he going to leave now? Because now he knows he's out of the clear. You know what I mean? And that was right. something that was kind of damaging and always, you know, affected the way I thought and how I told people in the future. And, you know, and then also – when you are tested positive and you have your partner with you and you both look at each other and trying to figure out how this could happen because you're supposed to be with each other and then you realize that the other person was, you know, out doing something or 
or you were out doing something, you have to fess up. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion around it, you know. I mean, because it's it's that whole honesty with yourself thing. Um, it takes so much out of you. <laughs> it, it does. I'm telling you. But you know, covering up and lying about behaviors also takes so much out of you. But I, I think that if we all were just honest with ourselves more often. Um, I, I think it would be a lot easier to disclose. Um, because if we're honest with ourselves, we can be honest with each other, and we can be honest with each other. You know, it's kind of, it, it spreads like a virus, that honesty. It does, and it makes you feel good. <laughs> it does, you know, but it, it's not so much about feeling good. It's about getting, making sure that, the, that people understand what is going on in the world um, and, and just not being embarrassed to talk about sex, drugs, rock and roll, you know. <laughs> oh, man, I have that caller back on the air. Let's bring him back on or her. Sorry. Okay. Let's see. Caller, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, you guys oh. talking to me? I yeah, think who's so. This? Are you talking to us? Here. Yeah, I guess so. This is Henry. Hey, Hi, Henry. How are you doing? <laughs> All right. I was just trying to listen in, and I don't know how I got transferred over, but I'm just trying to listen in. I don't have no comments or anything right now. I'm just tuning in right now. That's cool, Henry. I'll let you chill there then. We'll let him Thanks, hang Henry. there for a little bit. All right. Some people can't get it in, I guess, on the Internet, so they call in to listen, so that's kind of cool. Um, so... Let's see, what else can we talk about? <laughs> I don't know. What, what else, else can we talk, can we talk what, about? Well, we could always, you know, talk about, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Let, <let's, laughs> I'm seeing what's going on in the chat room in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's going on here? Um, oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> but um, I, I think, well, you know, not just, it's the, uh, what was it? It was the, um, the the new strain being found, I think that was kind of interesting. Um, the other thing, uh, in in Mexico, um, did you guys hear? Did you hear about this one? Um, it was Mexico, is, the Mexican Human uh, National Human Rights Commission um, is asking a state-run hospital to investigate its training and procedures after two children were infected with HIV after undergoing a blood transfusion in 2008. So it looks like they had a little bit of um, some tainted blood that came through. Um, the com- the commission said that um, the in- the case involves two boys ages 10 and 13. So they're looking into that as well. And you know what? So, Actually, one of the things I do want to bring up, just so people who are um, – Listening, I totally forgot about this. Is uh, I wanted to mention at the top of the hour when we started, but I wanted to uh, bring up that we added some bloggers to um, the site, and I just added two new ones um, to our little blog family on Pause I Am, and I wanted to just share a little bit about those. Um, we have actually um, a lady who was actually on our show, Alina Oswald. Um, and she's a freelance writer, and she you know writes for all different magazines. And she does. She wrote that book um, called Journeys Through Darkness, a biography of an award-winning legally blind artist who is also HIV positive. She was on, I think, on a Wednesday show with us, and she just started blogging on Pause I Am, and her blog is called Lessons Learned. And then um, a gentleman by the name of Mike just started um, blogging as well, and his blog is called Living with HIV. And it's just basically his blog of you know, just being diagnosed two years ago and what, you know, he's trying to cope with under, and trying to understand, you know, is it possible to live with HIV and how to go through all the situations. And, you know, he just likes to share his experiences and hope to get feedback from others. So I think that's a great place for someone who's newly diagnosed to, you know, put himself out there like that. I kind of applaud what he's doing. I think that's an awesome thing. Yeah, I like when um, newly diagnosed people blog because you, you get that, 
you get that feeling of what it's like right at the beginning, and it, and it reminds me of how I felt, and that's when I like to reach out to people because that's when you connect when you feel that similarity in somebody else's story. Mm-hmm. You know, and he goes through all those questions about, you know, going on meds and how to react with this and how to disclose. And, you know, I think he just put out a blog about, um, now it's out there, I think he called it. It was about um, him now becoming a blogger and his picture being on the site and saying that he's positive. And he's like, you know, now it's all out there for everyone to see and, you know, and, and how he tr- is transitioning through the site, which I think is a, is a great thing because it kind of makes me feel like it's, you know, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing and it's helping people cope with their diagnosis. So I just I think he's a prime example of why I did create Pause I Am, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I advise you to check out his blog. He's, you know, very um, – he blogs a lot, so I think it's interesting. And you're going to start blogging on there soon too, right? I just <laughs> might. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Um <clears throat> Yeah, and and just so you all, all the listeners know, um, one other thing that is happening is, and Daddy Dab, thank you very much for um, for reminding us. Is he's a man of that, resources, isn't he? Oh God, he's, an, he's not only is he hot, but he's awesome. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Um, but. Uh, the U.S. travel ban uh, for uh, foreign visitors coming into the country with HIV looks like it's getting ready to be lifted in, the, in just hopefully soon. Um, and uh, what is it, is it September, October time frame, I think, somewhere in there? Um, September 16th. Is that when it is? Yeah, uh, that's what it says in the chat room. His travel ban in Surrey, Canada on September Yeah, he's, that's what he says. But um, so that's that's coming up. That's really really important because do you know that in the almost 30 years that the virus has been around, in all the international the international AIDS conferences um, that have gone around, when we I don't think the United has the United States hosted one here. I don't think we have. What an AIDS conference? Yeah, there was just one. Was it, isn't there one this year somewhere in San Francisco? Not the IAC, is it? Oh, I don't know which one. I don't know. There's some conference. I forget. Yeah. I told you I don't go to these things, but I want to start going, and then they were telling me about it, saying that it was in September and they, that it was in San Francisco. And, well, yeah, and just I think it was last month, um, a, a guy got arrested in Seattle for um, being HIV positive, coming in from Canada. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous thing, and, the, and there is opposition. Um, there, there's a lot of opposition to lifting the ban, um, especially from 67 Republicans who signed a letter saying that, <laughs> and, and just the things that they're saying is it, it, just not true, you know. So it's just one came from the Christian Action Network of of for in of Forest, Virginia. Um, oh gosh, they're they're just just lots of people like that crack me up. They are so concerned about other people and not themselves. It's just ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, I, I just don't understand how you preach God and then hate. Well, because, or discriminate. It's because that they are not preaching about God. They're preaching about all the the bad stuff. Something else. Yes, just bad, bad, bad. <laughs> bad stuff. Right. Hey, we have 15 minutes left. Anybody that want to call in and um, share a story or or an update or a comment, the number is 347-215-9442. And, you know, we have an interview coming up. <gasps> we do? Yes, me, you. And actually, I haven't even talked about it on the on the show yet, but um, we actually do. It's me. Yeah, I, I told you already. You and Jack know already. Um, coming up on um, a blog talk radio show, one of our friends, uh, Gracie, she is – 
I believe, the producer or the host or something like that of Queens of Media. And me, you, and Jack are going to be on there on the 31st, August 31st. But here's the fun catch, is that it starts at 12 midnight. Yeah, y'all are going to have, oh, God. Right? And then this ain't even the, the worst part. The, 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 I shouldn't say the worst part. She's, they, they snug, they drag this in, and me and Jack already talked about this. They get you on the show, and then they tell you what time it is. So I told her that I, I know I would at least stay for the whole show because the show is two hours long. Okay. So I told her I would stay for the whole show. I didn't know exactly what your schedule would allow, but I know Jack was on her show before, and he did the two-hour show as well. So um, it's, a, it's very cool. One of the very popular shows on um, Blog Talk Radio is called Queens of Media, and you guys can check that out there. And I'm going to have information on Paz I Am about it and – um, you know, I'm sure it'll be out there more for people to see, but that's um, Monday, I want to say August 31st. So, <laughs> sorry, I, I'm I'm chuckling and <laughs> you act like it's the first time you just heard about it because I told you about it already. <laughs> told no, you no, 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 not that. It was <laughs> in the chat room. I'm <laughs> oh, what are they doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. Nothing bomb. Nothing's going on. <laughs> so let's see one of the um let's see what's oh, another God. thing that we can bring up and we can speak about actually we have some upcoming guests we can talk about them while we're waiting for um, somebody to be brave enough to call in yeah uh, who's brave enough this wednesday we have um sean decker and gwen barringer um husband and wife um sean is hiv positive and his wife is negative and Sean writes a column for Paws Magazine, and he also um, has his book out called My Pet Virus, The True Story of a Rebel Without a Cure. So um, I'm kind of excited to have him on because he's somebody who I stumbled upon and I felt, I don't know why, I just felt this really weird connection. Um, just because he, his name, you know, Sean Decker was also the name of like my I guess, best friend growing up, he was on, like, you know, the kid I always played with. And for me, just seeing his name, and, and it just kind of, you know, like, I don't know, it's kind of like instantly reminded me, like, maybe this is a sign I should read this book. And I picked up this book. It was one of the only books I ever saw in the bookstore, you know, about somebody living with HIV and AIDS. And I picked it up, and, you know, I, I read it, and I, I instantly emailed him, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I love your book, da-da-da-da. And I just reached out to him, and he's always been, you know, so nice to me, and I'm just excited to have him and his wife come on. So I think it's cool Aww. that they both go around and teach and, and, and you know, talk to people about this disease, and, and they give voice be, to people who don't think they can get it. You know what I mean? A lot of people think that if you're straight, that HIV isn't something that you have to worry about. And, you know, obviously, it doesn't matter how you contract it. It's still something that you can, you know, can check down the line. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it's something that you can pass along to your your wife or your husband down the line, right. whether you know they're infected or not. So I think that's always important. And then we're going to have uh, next Sunday we're going to have Felicia Flames on, which well, I can't wait. To, yes, because, I can't wait to have her on <laughs> because you know that old people sit in their homes <laughs> all lonely and depressed, and they don't go anywhere. And she, <laughs> that's so. So you got to do that. She, um, the whole point of that joke is last week I put my foot in my mouth, but I actually didn't because um, she's just a great woman. Um, she is an HIV-positive uh, transgender diva, and she performs drag, and she does a lot of um, education, and she does a lot of fundraising for the elder LGBT community. So I think that's a great thing. Um, yes, but you didn't say it like that. Well, I said it this time like that, and that's how I'm leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We have it on record for posterity that you said she goes and, what is it, helps old people because they're lonely or something No, I like said, that. she said to me that she mm -hmm. does a lot of work for the elder LGBT community because she said a lot of their friends are deceased and they are lonelier so i 
was just quoting what she said to me, and that was it. So <laughs> the next show that we'll be having on, on uh, Wednesday, August 19th, um, uh, the outreach manager for Get Real Philly is going to come on. And I spoke about Get Real Philly before because I actually shared my story um, with them, and they wrote a little article about it, and it's in like in a pamphlet that they hand out. And they basically share real stories. Like they literally recorded me when I was, you know, sharing my story and wrote things word for word, basically. And, you know, really captures the person telling the story. And they do great, great, you know, cover great stories for people who are throughout, you know, the LGBT community living in Philadelphia. And it's like real, real, real stories of real men, you know, about real things, about being, you know, transgender or, or how the gay community may treat somebody who is a little bit more feminine, you know, a different way, and how, you know, they're judged and how they feel like that. So I think it's just great that they talk about those issues that people go through and they don't really see a lot of it talked about. Right. So that's always an amazing thing for me. I just want to check the lines here. I have somebody on the phones here, so let's bring this person on. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Who's this? What's up? It's Kenji. Hey, Kenji, how's it going, man? Uh-oh. Hey, Kenji. How's it going? Hey, Jeremy, how's it going? I'm good. How about you? I miss you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's so yeah, nice. I, I miss Kenji. Aww, it's good to be missed. It is. I'm around. You just got to read my blog, watch all my I videos. Know. Robert will tell you. Uh, they're always there. Uh, you, you out, you're out of the hospital now, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. Resting, so, like, well, I'm at home. I shouldn't say I'm resting because then I'll be lying. Um, but I, I'm, I'm resting. Actually, I'm at home. I'm not resting. I'm going through donations for my unplugging HIV outreach. But I wanted to um, talk about um, ADAPT and all that stuff because yeah. um, I'm in a state, California, where ADAPT is actually available and there are no waiting lists and things like that. But even with us not having waiting lists, there's still, like, a lot of difficulties to even get onto ADAPT. Um, I mean, my own experience is I'm supposed to be enrolled, but I'm not on med yet, but I'm supposed to be enrolled. And it's been every time I go to the doctor, there's, like, do you have your card yet? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, call the Gay and Lesbian Center. That's where your rep is. And then I call her. And then she's like, oh, call the Office of AIDS and Policy Programs. They'll take care of it. And then they're like, no, that's, that's the Gay and Lesbian Center. So it's like, damn, I'm not even on med yet. <laughs> you guys can't get this right. Yeah. So it, it's frustrating. It, it's very, very frustrating. So part of the problem was, and well, and not to slam George Bush, but I'm going to. <laughs> um, but he moved ADAP funding and administration from the aid service organizations to the health departments, so nobody knows what to do. Right. The Ryan White administration is now with the local county health departments. No one knows what to do with it because they didn't have HIV specialists or anybody who even knew what, how to man, administer HIV funding. So now you've got these people looking at each other going, we don't really know how to do this. So they keep pointing everybody to someone else. Right. Which, and, the, and then the bottom line is for people who actually – need answers and need meds, they're, like, stuck in the middle. It's like a tennis match between Martina Navratilova and Chris Everett, and you're the ball going back and forth, back and forth, which is it's just frustrating. It, it, is, it is frustrating. And in being someone who has not been in the middle of it, but mm-hmm. and with someone who has been in the middle of it and kind of watching the whole process from, from an administrator point of view, it's, it is Oh God! It, it saddens me, is what it does. Because you just—it really take, does. You want to take your your unused meds, but I don't have any. <laughs> so I use mine. Exactly. You know, it's like God. I it takes mine every month, every day. You know, so yeah, that's what I that's what I don't get. I see these signs as like unused meds, and I was like, shouldn't they be taking their meds? Shouldn't people be taking? So how do you get unused meds? Exactly. How does that work? How well, does I know. That work? I can explain one thing is that I know, like somebody like me, when I started a triple, I told you before I broke out on that rash, went to the hospital, blah blah blah. I never started taking the meds again. 
So I had oh. a lot of my prescription left over, and you know, I went and asked my doctor what I could do with it. I was like, because I ain't taking it again. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. No way. And he's like, yeah, you know, you got to bring them down here anytime these papers, blah, 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 and you donate them. Wow. That's, I, I guess that's kind of cool, though. That would be one way that I can explain a good way to find unused meds, I guess. And, unless people get a, get more than their monthly prescription and then they just have stuff left over each month, I, I don't know. And then I guess also if somebody passes away and they're on meds, all the meds oh, are okay. left over there too. Okay. Um, um, and, Jeremy, why I have you on the line, can I yeah. pin you down for an interview? Sure. You can go <laughs> Sorry to be pumping. <laughs> Sorry to be pumping my show on your show, Robert. <laughs> no, no. Tell people about it, Kenji. Uh, well, conversations with Kenji is on my YouTube channel, and um, I I really just want to like give people valuable information on HIV and AIDS. So I'm really like careful of what guests I want to have on and. Today I was like listening to you, Jeremy, and I was just like, "Wow, okay, I need to contact Jeremy. I'd love to have him on the show." And it's I would love a, to get a, a, for me, down. it's awesome. I would <laughs> love to pin you down. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and I on can't camera, wait to see it. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, long distance <laughs> camera too. That's gonna be fun. Woohoo! You want a cam? Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kenzie, what is? Kenji, what is your YouTube page link so people can go and find that? Because I know you also did one with me um, yeah. before that. So you know, Actually, people- they, can go to, they can go to dosomethingsaturday.org and go into the contact section, and then it will give my Facebook, my Twitter, my YouTube channel, Project Kenji Cat. Um, and the news on that is Project Kenji Cat is actually moving to my website, so everything is going to be on my website. Cool. So I own my own content. Right. Um, can I talk about my HIV outreach real quick? <laughs> Absolutely. We got two minutes. Make it quick. Okay. Unplugging HIV is my outreach. This is going to be my monthly outreach. It's going to be down on Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles. It's for a building that houses men and women with HIV and AIDS. And these people are battling, in addition to HIV or AIDS, it's also low income. Most of them are on GR. So it's gently used clothes. We're going to provide a meal and hygiene items. So if you guys want information on that, go to dosomethingsaturday.org and click on the events tab. There you go, Kenji. Have a great night, man. Thanks, Kenji. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. Bye. He's a hoot. I love him. He's awesome. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. I can't can't wait till we actually – I want to move to California. I can't wait to move out there and – actually be able to meet a lot of these people that I, you know, meet online on Paz I Am and, you know, through doing things, you know, in this community. A lot of them live in California, and I would like to actually meet people. I like that interaction of meeting people you, that you have online that, you know, that you've bonded with through, you know, having an HIV status or, or whatever the case may be. I just, I just like that situation of meeting people. It makes the, the friendship real. It, it does. And, you know, um, let's see, when am I going out to California again? I don't know. No, California is coming to me in October. That's right. <laughs> my my mom and stepfather are coming out. Yeah. Well, just real quick, I want to run down the last three shows that I didn't get to mention. August 23rd, oh, okay. um, I'm going to have John Cunningham on, who's the executive de- um, director of the National AIDS Memorial Grove, in, um, located in the San Francisco Golden Gate Park. Uh, which is very interesting. Uh, Wednesday, August 26th, we're going to talk about depression and how to overcome it. And then on Sunday, August 30th, Jeremy, we'll be speaking with Trav Scott, who is a YouTube blogger. And he's an amazing guy. He's one of Kenji's good friends. So we're down to the last minute. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and remind everyone that they can uh, check out the POSIM community at www.posim.com. And... um, Jeremy, you can find it at PositivelySpeaking.com. That's Positively with a Z.com. And check out all his blogs on, um, you know, the news things that we were speaking about. A lot of good information is on there. Well, I, uh, this was a fun show tonight. Yeah, we'll have to do some more of these. Just, you know, yeah. call it and just, just talk, talk, talk. <laughs> just, you know... <laughs> You know, keeping it real, and you know, and I and I, I love, 
I just love the fact that everybody spends, you know, the end of their week with us every Sunday. So I just appreciate it for all the fans and everybody who listens. Have a great night. And, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Have a good week, everybody. See you later.